Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. Heracles Melville, you are a man of many interests. And it is for this reason that you have always had an ear to the ground, listening for strange tales or interesting events that might indicate what you would call ontologically problematic events. For these strange, quotation marks, problems, you travel the world, as they are surprisingly common. They can be somewhat separated from one another, and it was while traveling through the South Pacific that you read a strange news article about a death in rural Australia. Three days ago, one Jude Carroll went missing on his commute home in the small town of Borragong, New South Wales. After a short search of the surrounding area, his body was discovered missing both of its eyes. The police are currently operating under the assumption that he was attacked and left for dead with local wildlife being the cause of the missing ocular devices. Though, curiously, the article you read said that there was no blood on the body or bite marks around the eyes. Even more interesting is that, after a quick Google search, you have discovered that this is not the first time a person has turned up dead in Burangong, missing a body part with no blood or evidence of bite marks. Well, you had my interest, but now you have my attention. (laughs) You quickly took the next flight to Sydney, and from Sydney, you made your way into rural New South Wales towards the town of Burangong. You're on a small issue, like you left the highway a little while ago. Yeah. You're on the Allendale Road, which Ooh. you know will lead you towards town. I'm assuming I'm in a car. Yes. You, <laughs> we, we can assume that you have a rental car. Probably not something especially nice. Maybe a bit of a bomb. Mm. Good, 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 good. Or a lemon, as it were, <laughs> depending on where you live in the world and what you well, like to when- call a bad car. When uh, car rental places give you a lemon, you make lemonade. (laughs) So, I would say it's probably about... uh, How early does Melville get up in the morning? Oh, for someone like this? 
Melville was up at the crack. All right. So it's maybe from Sydney a four-hour drive. So it's kind of kind of getting towards lunchtime by the time that you're pulling down Allendale Road. You can see that the Allendale Road, it's got a lot of loosely sort of spaced housing on it. I wouldn't call them farms, but I, you wouldn't call it a suburb either, if yep. you kind of understand my meaning. It's yep. kind of in that nether, nether region in between. Yeah, all right, good. Eventually, you pass a police station, a fire station, and you know you're getting closer to town. You pass, actually, I'm going to get you to make a, the fire station and the police station are obviously marked and very big buildings comparatively. Yes. So they're very easy to spot. <clears throat> but to see two other things, I'm going to get you to make a wits composure roll. So that's your wits plus your composure. How many is that? Uh, my wits is two and my composure is three. So that is five, Adam. Five in total. All right. And so because this is a wits composure roll, I believe you have trained observer, the merit. Uh, I do have the trained observer merit. I have yes. one of them. All right, so that means that you will, uh, so a success, I, I roll a d10, 5d10, because your wits composure is 5, and a success is a 8, a 9, or a 10. A yep. 10 is a success, and you get to roll another dice, basically. It's nice. another single dice, another chance for another success. With the, uh, did you say one dot? One dot of trained observer, yes. Yeah, so that's that gives you the nine again trait on this roll, which means that a nine is also a success and a chance to roll another dice. Does my professional training help at all in this capacity, Adam? No, this is just a kind of, it's, it's essentially in D&D what you might refer to as a spot check. Right, cool, cool, cool. You get, ooh, you did pretty well. You got three successes and one of them was a nine. Two oh. eights and a nine. So that's another roll. That's another nine. Hey, this is good. So you've got four successes total. That's it. Four successes. But that's that's, that's, that's re- pretty good. That's four really out good. of five. I'd pass school. You did very well. So you very clearly spot on your right hand side as you're driving down, just past the fire station, you spot a sign marking uh, this area. This area that you're in right now is called Long Gully. And you see a sign indicating something called the Long Gully Trail. You also see a sign for, out on your right-hand side still, for a place called Young Car Repairs, okay. presumably named after the valley. And then on the left-hand side, as you're driving, you see that the road turns and there's a sign, a really old sign. You would imagine that this sign is for a place that no longer operates. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. for Bismarck Goldfields. Well... That is certainly a landmark that I will factor away into my head as my previous experience in this sort of phenomena has uh, told me that usually these things that go bump in the night like to choose places that are deserted. Also, it is. I think they have a flair for the dramatic and a deserted mine shaft certainly is dramatic. As you continue down the road, the houses get like a little bit more denser, but still it's, it's the sort of thing where to go from one house to another, you want to get on a bike. So it never oh. gets it never gets that close. Yeah, it's not it's not walking distance. No, oh, it is walking distance. You just get tired. Yeah, you, it's just a little bit of a walk. Well. But eventually, it gets close enough that, like, really, now that you're kind of in the town properly, it gets to the point where you could walk between the houses. Oh, nice! And you see on your left hand side 
a turn off to Chillingworks Road. All right then. Well, I turn on to Chillingworks Road. You see that there is a strip of shops. Included in that is the Burungong Motel, which is presumed it's the only motel here. It's where you're going to be staying. And you can see onwards to a train station. And there's a bunch of buildings dotted around here. What would you like to do? Uh, is there... Is there? It's almost lunchtime. Is that correct? It's almost lunchtime, yes. Is there a, uh, a cafeteria, a restaurant, an establishment where I could purchase perhaps some combustibles before I continue on my search? Yeah, you. like I said, there's a strip, a shopping strip. You see a sign saying the general store. You see a sign saying Harry's Con... <laughs> That's what it says. Okay. Harry's Con. Yep. You see a sign saying simply bookstore. Yep. You see a sign saying pizza and grill. You see a sign saying charcoal chicken. And you see a sign saying op shop. Right. Well. For those of you who live in the United States, you might not know this, but an yes, op uh, shop. Adam, what is an op shop? An op shop you might refer to as a thrift store. Ah, okay then. Well, that is, that is nice and clear to me. Yes. Ah, you opportunity are, uh, opportunity. Yes. You are, uh, Herman, you're, you were born in the US, correct? I was born in the South, that is correct. Yes. 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 So you would know an op shop better as a thrift store. This is probably, I'm not going to make you roll for it. This is probably something that your character is aware of. I'm a reasonably intelligent man. Yeah. I mean, on my character sheet, it says I'm a reasonably intelligent man. If nothing else, from like the window, you can tell what the, what sort of a store it is. <laughs> well, that suit is uh, from the 80s. Yes. And, oh, uh, sorry, you also see a big building that has like a made out of marble and brick. The words fire station, but then someone's made a wooden sign, put it on top of that marble and brick sign, and that one adds the word old. So it's old fire station. Right. So the new ones, the actual functioning fire station is outside of town near the cop shop. Yep. And the new ones. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to go to the... I'm going to go to the motel first. You park your car, get out, walk into the motel. It does the classic little ting, 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 ting. Yeah, sound. And behind the counter, immediately in front of you, is a, uh, like... Hopping up onto its front legs and putting its paws on the counter is a big golden retriever. Well, hello, good boy. It just... <laughs> I'm assuming that I do not speak to you to rent a room here. There's a little bit of, like, a commotion. Not a commotion, but, like, you hear shuffling from behind behind the counter and behind a door. And then a door opens up and a woman walks in. She is... She's maybe in her mid-50s. She's like an older woman, but not like, you know, incredibly old. She seems she seems full of energy. She wears a giant beehive wig. My word. How can I do you, dearie? Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to commend you on your practice of training the Golden Retriever to greet people. That is certainly something that I'm not accustomed to and is a feather in the cap of this fine establishment. She puts a hand on the dog's head and ruffles ruffles his head and says, Oh, Marty's a good boy, isn't he? And you can see Marty is, in fact, a good boy. <laughs> well, I have to agree, ma'am. He is certainly good. Uh, now, to the pre- present business at hand, I was wondering if I may rent a room. Oh, what are you doing here in town? I am a researcher, ma'am. A researcher? What sort? Well, see, uh, my field of expertise is on storytelling. See, I myself am from uh-huh. a small town, not dissimilar to this one. 
And I've always found it interesting that the stories and, and unusual uh, legends or, or urban heroes of the town, say it be a mayor who once wrestled a pig to a standstill in the middle of the street, uh, build the community up. And I'm writing a, uh, a research paper on uh, how tall tales build small towns. That is very good. I'm going to make you make a subterfuge roll because that is... Completely out of the realm of what I'm doing, though, Adam. You are also not being completely truthful. So that's true. Gonna be, uh, let's say, composure subterfuge. So what's that? Um, I have a dot in subterfuge. What does that mean? That means you have one in subterfuge. And how much do you have in composure? Three. Three. All right. So that's four total. You're looking for eights, nines, and tens. Okay. And I'm just looking at my merits. I don't think any of them are going to help me lie. No, not to my knowledge. Uh, you get two successes, a 10 and an 8. So oh. that is another roll. That's another 8. So three successes total. This is good. This is you good. You did very well. She listens to your story enraptured. She's quite obviously interested. And you see that she bites. She does not think anything untoward whatsoever of your uh, story. She just believes you. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's very interesting then. What 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 brought you? What, what what did you hear about our town then? She seems genuinely very curious. She seems like she she you can detect maybe town pride. Ah, well, to be honest, there wasn't anything particular that drew me to your town. I've been planning to go to just a lot of rural towns in Australia and and experience for myself the the camaraderie. But but this town did come up in in conversation as having some kind of. Uh, uh, strange uh, going-ons over history. Uh, I, it wasn't too clear to me. Uh, you don't happen to know any, any tall tales of your town. Oh, of course I do. You'd be here then about the old Bismarck Barnhole situation, wouldn't you? The old Bismarck... I had not heard of it, but I am... I'm intrigued. Bismarck Barnhole, you say? Well, there's, uh, 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 there's two... Back in the day, back when this was a gold mining town. I did see the mine on my way in, actually. Yes. you. Well, what road did you come by? Uh, I came down the uh, Allendale Road. Uh, yes, then you would have seen the Bismarck Goldfields. But if you, uh, she like leans over the counter, and as she does so, her wig moves a little, and she quickly grabs it to prevent it from falling. She then gestures, once she's righted the wig, she gestures further down the uh, Chilling Works Road, kind of the way you were going when you pulled into the motel. Yep. If you keep going down Chilling Works, you'll find a, 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 an off-road called Gold Street, and that'll take you to Barnhole Gold Mine. Back in the day, before my time, I know if such a thing could exist, she <laughs>, laughs at her own joke. Yes, ma'am, I believe it could. Well... Bismarck and uh, so Bismarck was like a big oil and mining and gold magnate family and whatnot. And they came here because they'd heard that the Barndale, uh, the, sorry, the Barnhole family had um, discovered gold around here and they were looking f- to, you know, to do whatnot to search for gold themselves. Prospecting, I believe, is the term you are frantically scrambling for, ma'am. Yes. And they found. They found some, set up their own gold mine, but the Barnhole family believed that they were tapping the same vein and stealing from them. So there was a whole court thing about it, big fight, lawyers flying this way and that. And this was in the 19, uh, sorry, this was in the 1800s. That sort of stuff was hard back then. You, you didn't have, you know, your uh, telephones and whatnot. No, I 
do not suppose you did. And anything remarkably unusual about this? I, I, and I'm going to give you an example of, of a story that, that uh, I had heard that is going into my book. Uh, I was in a small town just outside of Mexico City uh, where a man had been shot in the head three times. Do you want to know the most interesting thing about this man? Please. He told me himself that he had been shot three times, and he showed me the entry and exit wounds. I'm going to get you. That's definitely got to be a, let's call it a socialize role. You're having like a lovely chat with this lady. I'm going to go socialize presence. So what's that? Uh, Socialize is two. Mm -hmm. Presence is one. All right. Three dice, but you're doing well so far. I'm going to fuck this. She still seems very enraptured in your story. She just takes it on face value, doesn't think that you're lying. She leans back, whistles loudly and says, wow, is he still alive? Uh, unfortunately, no, he, he is not. He was hit by a truck. <laughs> That's Adam laughing. She does not <laughs> laugh. uh, but I guess what I'm trying to say with that example is, it's, it's about the details of that, but, but this mining feud, was there anything unusual about it you know something and and i don't mean exactly this example man but something like being say shot in the head three times and surviving anything unusual like that occur in this uh mining feud uh no i don't think so just a a big fight david versus goliath type stuff she says it's the sort of stuff that they make movies about you are correct i I have one more question before I inquire about a room and maybe some more places where I could collect tall tales in your town. Mm-hmm. Who won? She laughs and smiles and she says, well, Goliath won. As he has a tendency to do. Outside of fair tales, Goliath will usually triumph over David. But that doesn't stop David from trying, now does it? No, it never does. Are you looking for a room, young man? I am certainly looking for a room uh, in this uh, lovely establishment. Nothing too fancy, just a small room. Now, I I can't tell you how long I'll be in town. It'll sort of be an open-ended ticket, uh, as I won't be moving on until I've collected, say, some information or tall tales on the area. You can pay by the night. Oh, fantastic, man. That's what I was hoping you would say. Would you like uh, breakfast tomorrow morning? It's included in the service. Breakfast? Yeah. I do like breakfast. Well, I have, I have to admit, I have not had a, a hearty Australian breakfast, and why not? I'd include breakfast tomorrow. That would be fantastic. All right. We can do an uh, English breakfast or pancakes. <laughs> that, are you, is that, a, sorry, it feels like, are you going to say a third option or, or no, fourth? No, just the two. Just your tone made it sound like you're about to lead into another option, but you got to pancake. That was it? Uh, I'll, I'll take the English breakfast, thank you. All right, then. Uh, coffee, tea, juice? Do you do smoothies? No, no, no. We don't, I don't have a neutral bullet. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, ad. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ad. Hashtag neutral bullet. Um, no, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just take a, a, a juice. She nods. Uh, you work out the payment arrangements and stuff like that. She maybe gets a credit card number of you or something like that, and she just will charge you every day or something. Great. And she gives you a key to your room. You are in, oh, do you want to pick a number? They have eight rooms, one day. Are they all available? They're all available. I'll take room three, thank you. Well, she gives you the key to room three. It's a big old 
I, I mean old as in, you know, one of those classic looking keys that has just like the made out of oh, brass, yeah, got yeah, two yeah. fucking pegs on it or whatever. Yeah. It's like a really old key. Like a fucking treasure chest key. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. From like a treasure chest. My, my, my. Uh, before, I, before I retreat, you don't happen to know anywhere you could point me to say, learn more about this uh, Barnhole Bismarck situation or perhaps... Perhaps any other unusual happenings in town? Maybe, maybe more recent, maybe not so far back, just so I can have a full scope and breadth of history. She leans across, and on the counter, there's, you know how at a motel like this, they will have, like, a suite of pamphlets that you can have. She picks up one of those pamphlets, hands it to you, and says, if you want, you can go over to just across the street, and then a little bit down towards the train station, there's the old fire station, it's been kind of converted into a historical building, and you can you can speak to a tour guide there. A lovely young lady named Jennifer Palladino. All right, Jennifer Palladino. Make sure you, you said I sent you. Okay, and uh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I've been on the road a long time. What was your name again? My name is... Because I don't think I actually got it, Adam. No, you definitely <laughs> didn't. Her name is Gina Cartmichael. Gina Cartmichael. Miss Cartmichael? I assume it is Ms. Cartmichael? Yes. That was a question to her. Yes, she says. And she gives you a little wink. <clears throat> I will be sure to say that uh, you sent me. You, if you wanted to know, know that the dog's name is Marty. Yeah, I do know that. I got yeah. that one. Um, all right, well, I go to my room and unpack and ship. I know you have some special pieces of equipment. I do. What would you like to leave here and what would you like to take with you? Uh, well, the only th- I'm going to take my phone. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. With me, of course, that seems smart. Yeah, uh, how big is the first aid kit? You've only got the one dot version, so it's you know, like one of those small. Oh, yeah, I'll leave that fabric. At the hotel. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave That's the first aid kit at my hotel. The sort of small, fabric y one that you might find in a car is um, going into the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Is there a Bible? Uh, yeah, there'd be a Gideon's like a Bible, a small little Gideon's yeah. Bible. So, okay, I leave the first aid kit, I leave my trusty. Baseball bat. Uh, this baseball bat is mm-hmm. a bit special, Adam. Yeah. Uh, carved into the side is the word croatone. Uh, of it is, course. It is good for dealing with 
ontological problematic events. Problematic issues that words cannot solve. Correct. Um, when I'm done talking, uh, it uh, takes up the argument for me. I keep the luminol on me mm-hmm. and also the salt. Okay. And I also pack Gideon's the Bible. So you have the spray bottle of luminol, which, for those of you who want to know, is the, if you've ever seen CSI, it's the thing they spray on the walls and floor and stuff like that to see uh, when it interacts with human blood and stuff, it glows. And salt is salt. If you don't know what salt is, it's uh, 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 the thing that makes food taste nice. <laughs> Good. Um, oh, no, that's it. I think that's How much salt are you taking? Oh, not a lot. Not all of it. I have. Okay. I have. I assume I have like a like a Hessian bag of. You salt. You could take theoretically as much salt as you want. Yeah, not a lot. Just enough that if I needed it, Adam. Just enough that if I was in a pinch, uh huh, I could use a pinch of salt. We'll say like salt shaker. Yeah. Amount. All right. I so, have. Uh, so I have the, a bag. A, a plastic bag of salt. baggie of salt. No, no. A Hessian bag of so salt. So I have a Hessian bag of yes. salt that I keep under the bed, mm-hmm. and I fill just a single salt salt. Salt shaker Shaker. with it and put that in my pocket. Okay. That's very funny to imagine you taking out and then using it like a cafe or something like that. Hey, Adam, guess what? (laughs) So you speaking of cafes, you have yet to eat. Would you like to sort that out? Yeah, I head out to the street and uh, some of there's the pizza place. Does the the general store or Harry's Con look like they do food and drink as well? Both of them have tables set up out the front, so you imagine both of them do food. Okay. I go to Harry's Con. You walk in? Actually, before I do, can I look at both of them and uh, using, I don't know, my trained observer skill, merit, just get a read on what's the deal with, why is it called Harry's Con? No, I don't think you could, That's okay. That's all right. You, it's, uh, unless you, <laughs> no, it wouldn't even be something that you'd find in like a pamphlet. You would probably just have to ask, presumably, Harry, <laughs> why it's called Harry's Con. So... Where where are you going first? Harry's Con. You walk into Harry's Con. It's the classic tinkling as you walk in. You see that the front part of it, it's like a store. So you can buy, you know, your essentials and stuff like that. Milk, cheese, bread, toilet paper, what have you. But you can also see up the back there is a kitchen. So you imagine they do both. Great. There's a, a broad looking man sitting behind the counter where the kitchen is. He's leaning a little bit on a chair, and in front of him is an old battery-operated television, maybe no bigger than, like, a pencil case, and it has way bigger than it. It has a set, an aerial set <laughs> that is sticking up at odd angles where you see that it's purposely been bent, presumably to get good reception. You can hear the footy playing, as Australians call it, the footy. Looking at this man, can I just anything about him? Oh, well, you can make a, I'd allow an empathy. You just want to get a measure of the man? Yeah, not necessarily. Oh, no, I don't have any empathy. (laughs) I'd go empathy composure to try and read. Okay, well, that's three. Okay. Uh, But because I am not skilled in empathy, it is actually two. Yes, because you get negative one for having no points in empathy. No successes. Until you talk to this person, you really just don't know him very well. That's all right. That's all right. All right. I am... Approach the counter. Before I do, is there, uh, I'd like to check, do they have a stationary section, Adam? They would. Great. I'll go have a pen and some, a small little notebook. If you want it, you can have started with that. No, I, no, I, I know. Do I, 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 do I have one of those as well already? 
you uh, a pen and a notepad is the sort of thing that I I'm not bothered if you start with it. Okay, let's say I started with it. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, I buy a second notepad and a second pen. You approach the counter. Yes, as you approach the counter, the broad-shouldered man gets up. You see, he has a like a big beer belly. He's a mountain of a man. And when you get to the counter, he says in a like a deep brogue of an accent, G'day, mate. Well, good day to you too, sir. Who are you then? Uh, my name is Heracles Melville. Pwah, that's a name that fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it certainly did. Harry, he, he leans over and puts out his hand. I giant shake pull. Harry's hand. Harry, Harry Styles, but... Not that one. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. That is the dumbest shit. I'm Harry Styles, but not that one. Yeah, I'm Jonathan Lennon. How are you? Um, oh, right. Uh, yeah, pop culture. Um, I would like to purchase this and this, and also wondering if you provide food in this establishment. You can see over his head, there's like a big sign. It's got like anything that you'd find in a classic country, like, country town. So cafe. like, you know, potato cake, burger with a lot, pie, sausage roll. Yeah, there's probably, it's got like one of those weird hybrid ones where you like, you could order a pizza, but you could order the worst butter chicken of your life here. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to order, do they have like a hamburger or something? Yeah, they have the classic burgers. I would like one of your hamburgers, and I'm just wondering, you don't happen to do uh, smoothies, do you? Oh, yeah, I reckon I could wrangle one up. Right, uh, so what kind of greens do you have? Uh, we got the salad, he says, gesturing. We got two types of salad. We got the, the Greek one that's yep. got uh, uh, feta in it, and we've got the, uh, <laughs> the Caesar salad. That's the one with the parmesan. Right, do you have any um, <clears throat> green veg- vegetables besides the lettuce? Uh, we got, yeah, a green, like s- the colour. Like, say, like a zucchini or spinach or broccoli. Uh, we got broccoli, yeah. Wonderful. May I ask that you make a smoothie using uh, spinach, the lettuces, and broccoli? He gives you a genuinely perplexed look. It, just chuck them in a blender. Oh, all right, then. I reckon I could do that. Yeah, sure. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I'll be having in. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Here, uh, uh, let me let me uh, fix that up for you. He seems like a little bit like you've staggered this giant man <laughs> by asking for him to put broccoli in a blender. You are on a health kick then, he says. He starts making conversation as he's making your food. What food? Other than the smoothie, what did you ask for? A burger. A burger, yep. All right. No, I just, uh, tell me, do you like the taste of beer? Oh, I like a beer as, as much as the next bloke. <laughs> sure, well, I like a green smoothie as much as the next bloke. Uh, so he, he laughs, and he, you can tell he just thought of a joke. He laughs before he says the joke, and then he turns around and says, so not at all then. <laughs> not at all. You hear as the blender struggles to cut through, presumably because it's never been cleaned. Oh, struggles to this cut through. This is going to be bad, isn't it, Adam? It's be good. Fuck. Uh, um, so I guess uh, I have to ask you just a couple of questions just while I got you here, Mister. Oh yeah, whatever, Harry. whatever you want, mate. 
The name of your store. Yeah. Harris Khan. Yeah. Harris Khan. Oh, it's uh, short for convenience. Short for convenience. Well, that is convenient. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, <laughs> he, you can tell he was about to spit, and then he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> because he's got company. Because <laughs> he's got a customer. Yeah. Uh, he, so he he does like the, and then stops. <laughs> you hear a noticeable lack of the spit, and then he says, "Well, you see, I was uh, 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 when I was." Used to be that me and the missus, we did all the the banking as it were here. It was all just cash, didn't accept card and none of that, you know, sort of nonsense. It's too busy for me. But then, well, you know, more and more people doing the card stuff these days. So we had to, you know, modernize, get with the times. And we set up an account down at the bank and stuff like that. And it turned out, because we used to call it Harry's Convenience, but it turns out that Harry's Convenience was already an account that they had open there. Uh, some other place somewhere else. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The missus worked all that out. And so we had to name ourselves in their system Harry's Con. And so that caused an issue where anytime someone made a check out to us, they always used to make it out to Harry's Convenience. But then they had, had to start making it out to Harry's Con. It was a whole thing. It was easier to just change everything to Harry's Con. Right, that is that is quite a tall tale. Well, <clears throat> you know, Mrs. tells it better than I do because I don't really, I don't do any of the banking stuff. I'm just here. I work the grill <laughs> and I stock the shelves. Fair enough. Do you, do you see any, I mean, being a man who I suppose sells goods and services to many of the people in town, you'd be pretty well acquainted with all of them. Uh, what do you mean, sorry? Well, like, um, I, I come from a similar sort of small town, and the yeah. people who ran the, the general store or the convenience, uh, they, they got to know everybody because people are coming in and out buying their goods and services. So you'd be fairly familiar with everybody in the town. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I get most people that don't go to um, the general store, yeah. Do you know man? Oh, now, what was his name? I was reading a story about someone from your town the other day. Uh, he'd won a prize in, in, I don't know, maybe a chicken fair or a sheep fair. Oh, what was his name? A uh, Jude, uh, Jude something. Do you know? Do you know anybody by the name of Jude? Uh, I know. Uh, I know a Jude Carroll. That is it. That is the name I saw on the newspaper headline. I get you to make a persuasion manipulation check to get him to start talking. Now, Adam. Yes. I have persuasion. Would yes. you describe Harry of Harry's con as blue collar? I would indeed describe him as a man of the color of blue. Fun fact: I have, uh, I'm, I have an asset skill. I'm, I have a specialty in persuading people of the blue collar persuasion. That's a plus one bonus. So your persuasion is two. What's your manipulation? Uh, three. So it's six altogether. All right. He, he um, doesn't. He genuinely doesn't think anything of what you've said, even though you have mentioned a dead person <laughs> and a person who he knows would definitely have not been entered into any fair, not a chicken nor pig. But well, he, he I, just, I didn't know what the story was. I just remember seeing the headline and I'm just guessing, you know, maybe that was what it was about. Ah, oh, just forgetful old me. He assumes basically that, that you uh, you just got your stories mixed up. Oh, jet lagged. No, I don't think he was in the papers for anything like a fair or anything like that. He... He died uh, three days ago. Oh, my word. Well, I, I'm very sorry to hear that, that I got that confused. What, what happened to him? 
uh, I, I don't know. I think the cops think it was a murder or something, or maybe animals or something. But it was a bit weird. It only happened on the other side of the tracks, not far. Animals don't usually come this far in. Wait, do you mean other side of the train tracks? Yeah, on the other side of the train tracks. Uh, the I think the cordon's still there. If you if you hop the train tracks, probably don't hop the you know at the line or whatever. But if you get on the other side of the train tracks, there's a uh, the historical walk goes both directions down the train tracks. Yes. If you take the historical walk, you'll um you'll find it. It's not too far along. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, an animal you got him, you say? Yeah, they reckon. I don't know. Maybe something like a. A, a dog or a dingo or something, something to something to get at it. So what? Like he was he was like mauled. Like they, they were like he had. His, do you know the manner in which he died? Uh, oh, I, I don't know how he died. I just know the cops reckon animals got at him because he was missing his eyes. Well, I'm sorry. What do you say, sir? Harry looks both <laughs> ways conspiratorially, as if you were having a a treasonous conversation. And Adam, as he does that, I I lean in like, oh, I'm participating. I'm egging you on. <laughs> you you. You can tell your good old friend Heracles Melville. He seems a little hesitant, but he continues on saying, well, yeah, he's the the poor bloke is something that eaten his eyes out. So, uh, you know, closed coffin, that. Yeah, closed coffin. Has the funeral been already? No, no, no. No, the cops, the coppers, they're still um, uh, doing the- Coronary inquiry. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, that shit. You can't bury a body until you determine the cause of death. I'm just going to hypothesize something out loud, and this isn't a slide on your country at all, but I will put it to you that I am under the impression that there are no real native species that would be able to pluck somebody's eyes from their head. Now, where I'm from, we got alligators, and we got bears, and we got wolves, and we got raccoons that are a little bit aggressive. I might get you to make, actually, a academics intelligence role. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, academics. Sorry? (laughs) This is an eight. All right, so your academics is... Four, and my intelligence is four. You're a clever, clever man, Melville. This is my my thing. Tell you what, if we got in a fist fight, I'd be fucked. Is academics one of your asset skills, correct? Uh, It is, yes. All right, so with your asset skills, because of a merit and ability you have, you have the nine again quality, like, like with trained observer. Yep. So you've rolled three successes. Two of them are nines. So both of them are a success and another roll. Uh, unfortunately, neither of those were successes. That's okay. That's right. But you still got three successes. So you know that it is unlikely that with what you... So this isn't anything to do with your no, conversation. No. This with, is just my knowledge of Australian wildlife. Yeah. So you would know that predators or creatures that go after a body or might eat at a body like a dingo will actually typically go for places like the face, eyes, um, anus, and <laughs> places like that first because they're softer tissue, so it's easier to get at. Can I do an academics check, though, to determine whether there are dingoes that live in this area? Well, you would, uh, with that academics uh-huh. check, you would know that dingoes are not especially common in this area. But, uh, yeah, you would think that the police saw that his eyes were missing. You have not seen the body, so you don't know how true this, like, no blood, no bite marks thing is. But you would think that the cops saw that there were no eyes and immediately just assumed that a predator got at the body. Right, well. It could potentially indicate from the police here not a lot of scrutiny. (laughs) Well, Harry, thank you uh, very much for your... Your patience and providing me with that information. Oh, the side of the train tracks. 
historical trail. All right. No, this is this is, this is all wonderful, uh, Mr. Harry. Uh, what was Jude like as a man? Just pure curiosity. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is a, might sound strange to you, uh, Harry. What's your surname, sir? Harry? Oh, uh, uh, Harry. Oh, right. <laughs> Harry Styles. But he not gives that you one. a big grin. <laughs> and even if you say that, he still says it. Oh, Harry Styles. Not that one, though. Get confused all the time. We even look a little alike. Yes. Mr. Styles, I find it, I don't know whether you ever have this, but for your, your empathy or concern for your fellow man, that when you hear about something terrible happening to, to someone in an area that you were currently standing in and, and you may be speaking to people who knew him, well, you find yourself having an affinity for that person. And I, I feel terrible about this tragedy that has befallen your town. So I guess in order to wrap my brain around it, what, what I need to understand is uh, th- this man Jude, what was he like? Was he a kind-hearted man? Was he a hard-working man? Did he collect football cards? Uh, um, he was a quiet guy, I guess. I never really spoke with him much. He didn't like good coffee, so he went to the general store mostly. You mean that place across the road? Yeah, yeah, the the other place. Uh, and he, yeah, my understanding is, yeah, my understanding is he's just a quiet bloke, I guess. Man, did you? This might sound ridiculous, and maybe the police have already asked you this question, seeing that they are investigating his death as potentially a murder or a wild animal attack. But uh, did he have any enemies in town? Oh, uh, no, not to my knowledge. He uh, was pretty happy. I think he, he well, I don't think he just got married. My, that is a terrible, terrible tragedy. Mr. Styles. Yeah. Do you saw flowers here? deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.